From the third chapter of Paul's epistle to the Philippians, 13th verse, Brethren, I count not myself to apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It's wonderful that the Apostle Paul could leave us words like these. It's wonderful that he was converted, saved, served the Lord, and that was great as far as he was concerned. But for us that live in 1974, it's real good that he left us a few instructions. Few things he'd learned, few things he'd found out as he served the Lord. And they were recorded that you and I might profit thereby. He said, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. It's very desirable to have a good forgetter sometimes. If you remember everything that happened down through the years, why, it'll clutter your mind up and God won't be able to lead you or guide you. So you're just very well off to forget a good many things that have happened in the past. Of course, there's some things you want to remember now, and those are needful, but the rest of it you can just kind of let it go on by. And just forget it. Just leave it right where you heard it or leave it right where you saw it. Don't pick it up and take it with you. Just leave it right there. Because you probably won't need it. And as Paul went through his life here, uh, he used this forgetter, I think, quite a bit. You know, he could have talked about some of the problems he'd had and some of the trials, and he could have spent his time moaning around about that and and what a hard time I've had serving God and... and, uh, all the hardships along the way, uh, why, he could have probably written volumes about that. He did mention it in one place over in Second Corinthians. He lists a little catalog there of some of the things he'd suffered. He tells us about five times that he received 40 stripes, save one. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once he was stoned. He'd been in a ship, he'd been in three different shipwrecks. Spent a night and a day in the water, floating around, hanging on to some piece of wreckage, apparently. But we hear very little about those things. But oh, how much did he talk about the grace of God? How much did he encourage those that he wrote to, to to hold fast? uh, Talked about that foundation. To think on these things, in one place he puts it. Think on these things. And he lists a few things for us to think on. Bless God, he, he left us something that, that, that works today. Something that, that's just as good for us right now as it was for Paul way back there uh, when, uh, uh, when he was here on earth. But you know, it takes a little work on our part sometimes to get these things out of the Word. You know, there's quite a stir down in our part of the country now about gold mining. And every once in a while, they'll run a special gold mining, gold panning class, they call it, and they'll be advertised in the paper, and apparently they're getting quite a large turnout for this. 
But you know, you don't find much gold just lying there on the surface someplace. You don't go down through that old stream bed and kick over a pebble or two and find some great big nuggets there, because most of that's long been gone. It takes some some pick and shovel work and and a, a bending over and back work and uh, twirling that old pan around and rocking it back and forth and working away on it there. And, and, and if you're lucky and successful, you'll find a little color in the bottom of it. I've watched some of those fellows go out there and work away on it, and, and they showed me, yes, there's a little color in the bottom of that pan when they get done working on it. But you know, it takes a little effort, too, to get things out of the Word of God. You just don't grab it off in a hurry and uh, uh, go on your way. Uh, but, oh, it takes some digging sometimes. Uh, and uh, you can rest assured that, uh, that Paul did some digging to, to stay in the grace of God. And it'll take some digging for you and for me to stay in the grace of God, too, and to keep walking down the center of God's will. Uh, it's easy to drift off to this side or drift off to the other side when we, when we start remembering uh, uh, some of the things that have uh, uh, happened uh, back down the line there someplace. Uh, and mulling them over in our mind. Uh, but you know, we can think about the blessings of God. Amen. Yes, we can think about the blessings of God. You know, the day after my mother died, I went over here to visit a, one of the old saints of God, an elderly sister, and she's lying out there in a rest home, and I, I told her uh, my mother passed away yesterday. She looked me right square in the face and says, I sure wish it had been me. Yes, I sure wish it had been me. You know, we started to recount some of the blessings that, had, that we both knew about. And, and she recounted over some of those blessings. I'll tell you, it just, it just thrilled my soul to think on those things for a little bit. Yeah, yes, uh, and it was a thrill to her soul, too. You could tell by the twinkle in her eye. She had it there in her heart, uh, and she was just longing for the day uh, when she could leave this old uh, veil of tears and, and uh, arrive over there on that golden shore. Before we parted company, she says, well, if, uh, if it's uh, all right to be envious, I almost envy your mother. Yes. Uh, oh, I'll tell you, it's a thrill to go talk to a saint of God like that. Yeah. Yes, they, they can remember some of those old blessings they had back there a few years ago, and, and some of them not so far back either. And they recount them over to you, and, and it just picks your soul up and, and gives you a boost along this Christian walk. Yeah. But just remember... Paul stated, forgetting those things which are behind. Yeah, you know which things should be forgotten, uh, as well as I know which things should be forgotten. And I know which things should be remembered, too. Uh, and I believe God just uh, uh, lets us know what we should remember. Amen. Amen. Yes, the old gospel is real. Uh, yeah, it does something for you, something that, that works, uh, uh, not something you have to guess about or think about why, why you can pack stuff around in your craw for years. Uh, and uh, you'll get bogged down right where you are, and there you'll sit. Yes, there you'll sit. You remember that time the teenager went to battle? Yes. There was a big war going on there in Israel. And they uh, well, were fighting with the Philistines. And this young teenager, what did his dad tell him to do? Go sign up in the army? No, he says, go out there and watch out for those sheep. Yeah, go out there and watch after those sheep out there on the hillside. Yeah. Well, being like most teenagers and knowing there was some action going on over there in that valley uh, uh, between the Philistines and the Israelites, uh, he would have probably uh, desired to be where he could watch that more than anything else. 
Yes. Uh, now, I, I know a shepherd's life isn't anything, anything very thrilling. I don't know just exactly how they did it back there in the old days, but, but I uh, uh, can remember the years I spent up there in Yakima and, and uh, on some of those old hillsides they'd uh, tow out a, a shepherd's wagon, I guess they call it. It was kind of a four-wheel trailer. And I, I don't mean one of these travel trailers that's all fixed up on the inside with uh, a butane range and a butane refrigerator and all the rest of this stuff. Uh, this is, looks like an old wagon covered over with sheet metal and got an old stovepipe hanging out one end of it. And to get it up in those places, they got to tow it up there with some kind of a four-wheel drive, I'm sure. But I've seen them over on those hillsides, and they'll have a, a, a shepherd dog or two with them there and maybe a pony. And there they sit out there on the hillside. I just imagine that's a very thrilling occupation. Yes, but it isn't one I've volunteered for, I'll tell you that. I just let them take care of that. Well, I can about imagine how David felt out there watching after those sheep on that hillside. Yes, uh, and uh, uh, then to top it all off, after he'd been out there watching them a while, his dad sent for him and says, well, why don't you go down and see how your brothers are getting along? At about that time, I think most teenagers would be ready to say, well, Dad, uh, if they need some grub down there, let them get it themselves. But you know what he did? He just forgot he'd been told to stay with the sheep, uh, yes. and he did just exactly what his dad told him to do. Yes. He got down there where the battle was, uh, and what happened? Out come that big giant Goliath, uh, and he began to defy the armies of Israel, uh, and David looked the situation over, and he wanted to know more about that. What's this going on here? Yes, yes what's, this, what's this going on here? Yes, uh, and they told him what was going on. And they told him what the king would do uh, to anybody that can take care of that giant. Why, why, uh, it'll be great. Yes. He'll be given great riches. Yes, he'll be made free in the country. Won't have to pay any more taxes. And on top of that, he can have the king's daughter for a wife. And I don't know whether that was a good deal or not. <laughs> but anyway, that was in on the bargain. Yes, uh, and David looked around a little more, and you know what happened? One of his big brothers saw him about that time, and he, and he says, I know your pride. I know the naughtiest of your heart. Yes, uh, and somebody about that time carried the word to the king that there's a young man down there that isn't worried about that giant. He isn't scared of that giant. And so the king sent for him. Uh, and what did he do when he got up to the king? Did he tell him, now I remember how... Uh, how my dad's kept me out there watching the sheep, and and uh, I know all the hardness and the suffering I've gone through out there, and and uh, on and on he wailed. No, he says I uh, I remember how God delivered me out of the hand of the out of the paw of the bear and the and the paw of the lion. Yes, yes. Now there was something to remember, and he remembered it right at the right time when he needed it. Yes. He wasn't moaning around about his lot in life and. And the hardship of watching after those sheep and, and having to come down here to bring some food to his brother. No, sir. He says, I remember what, how the Lord took care of me when those animals came to take uh, a lamb out of the flock. Yes. yes, it'll pay us very well to remember the victories we've had in the past. It surely will. Uh, when God answered prayer for us, uh, and when it seemed there was no uh, uh, way out whatsoever, uh, and we got upon our knees and prayed, and God answered prayer. Amen. Now there's the thing we want to remember. 
Yes, uh, we don't have to remember those 40 stripes save one or the time the old boat was shipwrecked uh, or some of this other uh, uh, problems that may go along from time to time. Uh, but remember those answers to prayer uh, and they will help you uh, the next time around uh, when you're having a problem. Amen. Amen. There's what you want to remember. Yes, yes you just remember those victories. Yes. yes, that king told him why why that fellow that you're going out to fight is a... Uh, He's a warrior. He's a he's a soldier, and he's been one for years. Yes. And here you are, just a youngster, practically. I always take David to be about a teenager at that time. Now remember this, teenagers. David wasn't an old gray-haired Christian that served God for seventy years. We're thankful for those, but we're thankful for the young teenagers that can look back on victory. Uh, and say, I remember when God answered prayer for me. Or I remember when God uh, uh, did this for me or did something else for my family or my household. And it will give you something to stand on when the next test comes along. Yes, uh, we don't have to moan around about uh, uh, some of the problems or the hardships. Uh, and really, do we have any? I don't think so. Not really. Not really. When you look it all over. You look at all over and you can just see so many blessings they outweigh the hardships and problems are just they're just aren't hardly worth talking about, are they? The problem. They aren't hardly worth talking about. Just forget them. Just forget them. Oh, remember those blessings. Yes, David, be careful. Why, this man's a wonderful warrior and and he's had a lot of experience and so forth. But but David, uh, he could just say, Well, I remember when God delivered me from the hand or from the paw of the bear and the paw of the lion. Yes. Ah, uh, oh, thank God. Yes. Do you have something like that you can cling to? Uh, oh, hold on to it. Uh, hang on to it. It's worth having. Uh, it's it's something that works. It's something you can uh, recount and reinforce your faith in that God answered my prayer back there, uh, and God will answer it again. Amen. Yes. Uh, and you know we just go along from victory to victory. Remember one victory after another, and we just thank God for them. Oh, yes, uh, it thrills your soul when you think about uh, oh, what some of these Bible characters have done and what they have said. Uh, you know, I think, I think Peter was doing a little remembering one time, too. Yeah. You know, the Lord had preached to, was preaching to a group of people there, and he told them, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, pointed out the necessity of taking the whole word of God. And laid it out before them. He laid it out pretty straight, too. Yes, put it right to the point. And uh, several people got up and left just about that time. They thought, well, this is getting a little too strict, a little too straight. Take the whole word of God. And the Lord looked around at them and said, are you going to leave also? And Peter made the statement, to whom shall we go? Yes. To whom shall we go? What was he remembering? I just wonder if he was remembering back in those days when he used to be an old commercial fisherman. And the rough life he lived. And probably the language he used. And all the rest of it. And he just remembered enough of that to say, Lord, where are we going to go to if we let go of what we got now? Now, when the devil comes along and tries to discourage you uh, and say, uh, why, give it all up. Let's stop here. Uh, no need to follow on. Uh, where are you going to go from there? Yeah. yeah. It's just time to remember right then and there how God picked you up out of a life of sin and changed yeah. your life. Yeah. 
Yes. And if he picked you up out of a life of sin and changed your life, it's worth hanging on to. Amen. It sure is. Oh, as we think about the things of the gospel, it just thrills your soul. Uh, it thrills mine. It just uh, uh, makes me bubble over at times. Uh, and oh, uh, how we want to forget some things uh, just as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, and other things to remember just as long as we can. Amen. Yes, uh, that this is the gospel. God help me. And oh, God will help me again. And if you're kind of a little bit discouraged tonight, why gather around this altar and, and thank God for some of the blessings you have. Yes, uh, yes, uh, we'll go through hard places and, and uh, places that are difficult to understand. Surely we all do. But just uh, look around a little bit and you'll probably be able to count several blessings right at the same time. Amen. Happened right there. Happened right there at the same time. Yes, uh, oh, I like the gospel. I believe uh, uh, the majority of the people that are gathering here like it too, or they wouldn't be here. We're all the like mind. And oh, as I know, as we gather here at this place of prayer tonight, uh, why the blessing of God is here for us. Uh, all we have to do is thank Him for what He's done in the past, uh, and He'll be right back down here to bless us again. Amen. Yes, He will. Uh, if we're hungry for something from God, why, why just thank God for the... For the last experience he gave you uh, and the answers to prayer you got there and then uh, and expect the answer to the prayer tonight, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, and I don't think God will disappoint you. He didn't disappoint David. He didn't disappoint uh, uh, Peter. Uh, and he didn't disappoint Paul. And I don't think he'll disappoint us uh, if we come tonight and say, God, I need some more. I need some more. I like what I've got. I'm not discouraged with the way. But bless God, I want to just keep right on walking step after step. Oh, tonight, let's gather for a season of prayer and just see what God has in store for us. As we stand and sing, the altar's open.